Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Read with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Read. I'm Michelle Martin speaking with Dr. Frank Hagenau about his book, Leadership Without Mind Games. Dr. Hagenau, welcome to the program. Yes, thank you for the invitation. Happy to be with you here. Interesting title. Can you tell us why you picked it for your book, which is in German, I understand, but why did you pick that title? As you might know, I'm a psychologist and I'm working as a business coach and keynote speaker. And I quite often get requests when people ask me, do you have any tricks we can use to get our employees on track or to fool our customers to buy anything from us? And so this was the idea to make it the topic of my book, just to take the other way around and say, no, it's not about trickery. It's not about mind games. If you want to build long-lasting relationships, you have to avoid any kind of manipulation and psychological trickery. Uh, instead, you stress ethics and communication and decency. Right, because these are the, the issues which will build long-lasting trust for relationships and which will be some kind of antidote for psychological trick. Right. So I suppose people are interested in the psychological side of communication. And maybe if you don't have any tricks, but do you have some ideas on how leaders can communicate better? Yeah, generally, every communication is about a little bit manipulation. We are communicating to get things, to achieve things, to get others to do what we like them to do. And so from that point of view, communication is something which might be really, really clear if you are able to, to communicate in this way. If you're saying, okay, I'd like you to do this or that, mm. this would be much easier instead of fooling around and trying to get to the point and trying to manipulate and maybe losing the trust of the person. So communication is about influence. Is there a way to communicate to influence better? Maybe the one thing is to have a clear point of view and a clear opinion and uh, to communicate about this. So the first thing is to be clear on yourself so then you can be clear to others. And so there's some clarification which comes first within yourself before you are able to communicate in a and clear way to others. That's important. So clarify your message to yourself. Ask yourself what it is that you want before you speak as a leader to anybody, your stakeholders, your clients, even the people who work for you. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. If you don't know where you are aiming at, you might get somewhere else and you are wondering how you would have get there. And so having a clear goal, having a clear aim is always essential also in communication. Are there ways to, I suppose, leave tracks in people's mind when you speak? Every speaker wants to be more memorable, but is there a way to deepen your message as you speak that you can advise leaders out there who want to be better communicators? I referred to emotional touch points. And these are points where you get on a deeper level, on an emotional connection uh, to people. 
And this makes you be memorized uh, far, far longer and you have a deeper impact on people if you are able to reach them on an emotional level. But but this means, on the other hand, uh, to be clear in your own emotions. Otherwise, it would be difficult to communicate. Maybe you can elaborate on the emotional touch points. Does it mean be emotional in your speech, let your emotions shine through? Yeah, and do not exclude your emotions. So I think in also in business, we are used to exclude our emotion. It's all about data, facts and money and reaching goals and don't become personally. But I think at the end of the day, it's all about personal relationships. It's the relationship between the boss and the employee. It's the relationship between colleagues. It's relationship to customers. And this is always combined with emotion. You can't separate one thing from another. And so having these emotions in mind would be the first step, I guess. When it comes to speaking, a lot of leaders think that a good speech is reading. But there's a huge difference between reading something and actually communicating with a crowd as a speaker would. I wonder if you can touch a little on presentation. The difference between a speaker, a professional speaker, and a leader who is speaking, the speaker is speaking on his topic in his expertise field, and he has worked quite a lot of time on creating, crafting the speech, rehearsing and working over it once again and again and again. And this is something leaders can't do. And fortunately, this is the reason why you hire professional speakers, because they are much more elaborated on their topic. But nevertheless, you can also use If you are not a professional speaker, you can use personal stories to involve the people and to evoke emotions. And if you are able to add something personal to your speech, this might be much, much more memorable than it would have been if you if you uh, just referred to, to data and reading from the sheet. I'm sure people are very attracted to your book, Leadership Without Mind Games, when they hear your background is psychology. So what is the psychological aspect that you bring to this whole topic of speaking, do you think? Yep. Um, the main thing, I guess, is that people learn from success. And so if you learn, you have success even with manipulation, you might stick to this this way. And uh, you can't deny that uh, sometimes manipulation works. This is the reason why uh, psychological trickery is used, because sometimes it works and you get what you want, at least for one time. And sometimes if you have a short term goal, this would be enough. But what distinguishes uh, successful leaders or managers from less successful ones is that they have the long-term perspective and they are resisting the temptation to fool people just to reach a short-term goal. And this is something which is essential and point within my book. Okay. The whole advertising agency right now, you know, with social media, they use fear to get you to buy your airline ticket when they tell you the number of hours to get it at a particular price is ticking down. Or you try to book a hotel room and they tell you, you know, you only have three rooms now to pick from. So there's, as you say, a lot of, yeah. sort of psychological manipulation that we see in the advertising world, that we see in social media all around us. But when it comes to the art of speaking and for leaders, you say it's good to be clear of your message, let your emotions show through. 
and focus yes. on the long term in terms of relationships. And referring to your first point, it's totally okay if I offer you a special rate if you are buying now. And it is your advantage to buy the early bird. But if you would discover that this advantage lasts, although you have bought for several weeks after uh, that, you would be very careful to buy a second time and you wouldn't be fooled again. Again, it goes to the point of trust that you would have in your brand then being affected. This is a crucial point because trust is so important to, to customers or to employees, colleagues, whatever. In, you, you have to build trust if you want to sell anything. If I'm not trusting you, I won't buy even a chewing gum from you. Uh, so this trust thing is so essential. You know, in the business world where um, disclosure can mean a share price goes up or goes down very quickly, what do you say to business leaders mm. who want to be authentic but also are afraid of you know, steering too far away from what their communications specialists have crafted in a speech for them? What do you say to them? I think you have to find your own way, which suits, on the one hand, your personality, on the other hand, the field you are working in. And so maybe you are working in a field where emotions are not that common, so you won't open an encounter group as a next step. But maybe you can add a little bit. You can go a little bit further and try a little bit more, even in your field, if it's not so common. Dr. Hagenau, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into the speaking field after, I suppose, training as a psychologist? I've been working for a long time as a trainer and a coach. Mm -hmm. And now I'm more spending my business um, to, to speaking and to writing because I think this is a way to reach more people than in a one-to-one -one coaching or in a seminar. Um, I thought it would be good to set some impulses to start people to think and maybe to think differently and to act differently. And so this is um, a good, good approach, doing it from stage or uh, doing it via book. Can you share with us maybe a couple of lessons that you yourself have learned as a speaker in your own journey? Yes, I have worked a long time as a manager um, uh, in, a, in a company, so I know a lot about leading, especially I worked with freelancers, and if you are working with freelancers, you can't just command anything because they say, okay, I will go on holidays when I like, and you have to be yeah, persuasive. And you have to have the, the right arguments. And so this is the one thing. And the other thing is what I already told, that it's about building personal relationships. I think this is the most important thing. You can, you can get almost everything from everybody if you have a good relationship. And uh, you can almost tell him everybody if the relationship is stable and in a good balance. And so my credo is to invest in these personal relationships. Thank you very much, Dr. Frank Hagano there, and his book is titled Leadership Without Mind Games. This is Reed. I'm Michelle Martin. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.